Hey guys, what's up? You know who it is. It's your man Lenny. Welcome to Wholesaling with Lenny. Guys, listen, for the best podcast, right? For the best quality, for the best audio, um, to reach a higher audience, guys, you want to use StreamYard. Okay, guys, um, StreamYard is actually giving away a 14-day free trial. Um, the link is actually in the description. I mean, you can kind of literally blow your podcast away, okay, guys? You can blow your fans away. You can blow, you know, your guests away. Um, guys, the link is below. Get a free 14-day trial of uh, StreamYards. Guys, so tonight's guest, okay, guys, is the one and only Mr. Robert Gust, okay? Now, guys, so Mr. Robert Gust, okay? I met this guy. This guy came all the way from Salem, Oregon. All the way Springfield, Missouri, and I came all the way from Cleveland to Springfield, Missouri. But Oregon is definitely further uh, than Cleveland um, to Missouri than um, Springfield than Oregon is. Um, hey, man, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Lonnie. How you doing, buddy? I'm all right, man. I'm all right, man. So, man, I brought you, uh, I brought you on tonight, man, to talk about your journey, right? Yeah. Um, talk about your journey. Uh, you know, give everybody updates where you at currently, uh, the 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 systems that you use, right? Um, because you know you've broken down some systems and some strategies to me along the way. Um, now I first met you on uh, we we was we was uh, talking about it. We had met about a property, um, Pacific Avenue. Um, mm -hmm. I was referred the property by David Pierre. I don't know mm -hmm. if you guys know who David Pierre is. He's a military to millionaire. Go check David out on YouTube as well as Facebook if you guys don't know who, the, who that is. But he actually gave me the lead. And, you know, uh, Mr. Gus was actually one of the people who called and inquired about the property. Um, long story short, we laid, we closed on the property. Um, we're working on a few more properties on the board. If you guys see the board, don't pay attention to the board. But I'm just joking. But... Uh, <laughs> Hey, we're actually working on a few properties right now together. So, man, I, I really want to talk about, um, start off with, what made you move from from Oregon, right? Because you do have a state job, right? And, you know, it's not a normal state job, right? You make, you make great money at your state job. What made you move from Oregon, right, and position yourself in another state? right and you're basically building this rental portfolio as fast as you can right what made you move from oregon to springfield well man i think the the straw that broke the camel's back for me really was COVID. you know ultimately um we went from you know having a normal life going into the office you know had our jobs kids were going to school just kind of doing the uh the rat race you know running out the door every day to go to work and then COVID hit, next thing you know, they're, hey, man, you can work from home. And so we're like, okay. And for the first couple of weeks, it was cool, you know, uh, but then you're stuck at home with your kids trying to manage your job and then also trying to manage, you know, teaching your kids at the same time. And, and ultimately, man, it was just a nightmare, you know. And, uh, you know, I, I, for one, I've always wanted to be in the real estate, so. It's something that I'd always aspired to do, always aspired to do. and uh, it was kind of like the, the perfect opportunity. The market was hot in Oregon. I had connections out here in, in Springfield that were doing big things in the real estate industry, and 
Um, you know, it was back March 2020. Uh, you know, COVID had just basically taken, you know, a stronghold in the, in Oregon, especially. And um, uh, I got on the phone with my buddy out here, Nigel, and we were talking about real estate. And he says, uh, you know, right now is a good time to make a move. If it's something you want to do, why don't you come out here and see me and see if Missouri is a place that you can even, you know, call home. And so the wife and I came out, we visited, um, you know, it, it's really just kind of like the next chapter. We, we saw Springfield and the, the Southern Missouri for just a short time. And then uh, we, we made the decision when we we're out here, we're like, we're going to move out there. Um, at that point, it was like either uh, we didn't really know for sure if we could take our jobs with us. So we were willing to essentially just sell everything, come out here and start fresh, you know, find jobs if we had to. But really, the main focus was real estate investment. And, uh, you know, ultimately, COVID, COVID was the driving factor to that. Nice, man. Nice. So, yeah, I mean, so once you find out, you can literally much, you know, take your job anywhere. You yeah. know, it, it was pretty much a go. So yep. the first, yep. so, so talk to us about uh, the first deal that you got in Springfield. And, you know, how did that deal go for you? And, you know, how's it going so far? Well, the, the first deal actually came about via a 1031 exchange because I had a rental property in Oregon and, um, you know, it had that for five years. That was the only piece of investment property I actually had at the time. Um, hadn't really considered taking real estate to, to like the next level as far as replacing my income and doing it full time. It hadn't really crossed my mind until I, you know, talked to my connections out here in Springfield. And, and then I, you know, uh, after getting off the phone, I, I basically went to my my wife and I said, uh, I think our future's in Missouri, you know, ultimately. And so uh, we, we put the plan together. We sold our property in Oregon. That was a, it was essentially the first house I ever bought. I lived in it for five years or so. And then we rented it out. It was just like, kind of the, it was like, Oh, I'll, I'll hang on to this for retirement or whatever, you know? And, uh, and ultimately when we sold that property, we wanted to, to do a 1031 exchange so we could avoid paying capital capital gains on it. And uh, uh, we ended up connecting with Nigel out here in, in uh, Springfield. He had uh, David Pierre, who you mentioned, uh, uh, Military to Millionaire podcast. Um, David Pierre had a 10plex and he wanted to sell it. And so I did a 1031. It, everything kind of fell in, in, in line at the right time. It was like, it's kind of like, you know, someone was looking out for us. Let's just put it that way. And uh, the ten, yeah, the, the 10plex fell in my lap and uh man we just we started that process you know so we bought the two so, yeah so okay so we're going to talk about the 1031 exchange right uh -huh. we're going to talk about because someone who may be watching it they don't they probably like what is they talking about right 1031 yeah. stage and we're going to talk about nigel right so when you reference nigel you actually talk about nigel gersinger geisinger right? yeah so, nigel geisinger excuse me yeah. so guys don't know who nigel geisinger is Go to YouTube, put the name in. As soon as you put the G-U in, his name's pretty much going <laughs> to pop up, right? Check out one of those podcasts. And also, shouts out to David Pierre, military yeah. to millionaire. Um, you guys can check him out on YouTube as well as podcasts. So you actually got that property as well from David Pierre. Correct, yeah. Right. So now, so when you're talking about the 1031 exchange, doing the 1031 exchange, with your property in Oregon. Can you explain for someone who don't know what it is, what exactly is a 1031 exchange and what is that strategy? 
Yeah, sure. So, so what you're looking at is a tax deferral. So in other words, um, you're going to be able to, to um, access all the money that you made on that transaction and, and uh, invested in, into real estate. It's got to be in order to avoid capital gains tax, it's got to be uh, of like value or more. And you've got a select amount of time to identify properties. And then, you know, if you run out of time and you don't identify anything, it, it kind of creates an issue for you as far as they're going to take your, you know, take their chunk of your money, number one, number two, you know, via taxes. And number two, it'll lock your money up for like a year if you, if you don't actually get a property identified, move forward with it and close on that property within their time frame. Uh, most definitely. So that is definitely a way for investors to yeah. uh, put money into another vehicle. Absolutely. Without paying any taxes on it because you're not really creating a taxable event at that point. Right. Right. Cause you're literally taking it from one asset and putting it to another asset. Perfect. Yeah, there's no, no gain except for maybe equity and, and a property, depending on how the, the deal structured. Right. So definitely. So, so how, how is the Templex going so far? So, uh, you know, we've been out here since, let's see, we, we actually, moved into our house here in Springfield um, uh, in February. We made the move in January. So right after the new year, we were on the road. I was heading out here with a semi truck full of our stuff. Um, you know, everything we wanted to keep. Uh, my son was following me in his car, my wife and, and uh, my daughter and the dogs in our Jeep. And uh, boom, we hit the road, you know, and came out here. And um, ultimately the Tinplex kind of fell in my lap before our, our primary home was even finished being built out here. Um, and where we're at currently with it is uh, the plan ultimately was to go in, um, you know, there was three down units. We're going to go into those units. We're going to rehab them and we're going to bring up market, you know, bring them up to market rent. And then uh, and, and basically kind of systematically go uh, through all 10 of them. And in right now we're about halfway. So beautiful. Yep. About beautiful. five of those beautiful. done. Beautiful. So with those five done, I mean, so like, like you're moving really fast, right? The speed of yeah, your life. Yeah. Because right, you got sir. 10 over here and you just bought a floor unit. Well, mm -hmm. you just bought another floor unit, but you got a floor unit mm -hmm. and you just got that floor unit done. Right. And then you just acquired another floor unit and then you got another property that I sold you, right? Yeah. That done and rented out. And then we got another property that I sold you. Well, we we bought it together because yeah, yeah. you hooked me up with the seller. And then, you know, we put it down together. Yeah. And you got that one getting rehabbed done right now. And then there's countless, you know, there's a few more that you got, right? Yeah, so yeah. Uh, you, you just said, man, you guys basically packed up, right? You guys was in like a three-car caravan, okay, basically on your way. To Missouri, right? And yep. you know, you know, the goal, the initial goal that you set out um, to complete has been completed, right? Right, right. Um, and then there's different levels, right? Because you didn't come in with a single family, right? We started with a single family, right? right? But then mm -hmm. once you moved to Missouri, you automatically jumped into commercial. Yeah. Right. Right. So, uh, with with the single families that you have now and the commercials that you have now, your portfolio is kind of mixed, right? Sure. So, so going going further into the future, say five, ten years from now, because I've heard you talk about fifteen hundred doors, yeah, two thousand 
2000 doors right like so i know i know where your passion is i know your drive is i see it every day like i know you're going to get there right so we want to talk about the road to getting there right Mm -hmm. so like what is your strategic plan like like what is your map like like because i know you know we've talked about numbers and everything you know you've you've ran numbers down to me you know you've broken down structures you know um assets and liabilities you know things of this nature so uh with your plan going forward do you see yourself more in the commercial space you know owning those you know the majority of those 15 doors being you know multi-units or do you you know or are you going for the mix right well you know primarily i want multifamily. i mean that's you know it's 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 kind of one of those things where it's like if you have a house and the rent and the renter doesn't pay you're paying that mortgage you know if you have a multi-family somebody doesn't pay the rent in one unit it doesn't hit you as hard you're not having to come out of pocket you know um, so ultimately, I do want to be in multifamily. Um, you know, I'm learning a lot out here as somewhat of a new uh, investor, you know, um, but primarily it's just, you know, what what's available out there right now that I can, you know, kind of sink my teeth into and make a little bit of money on. And uh, I've kind of stumbled um, on these little houses that, you know, like you're helping me find. Um, and the two that I've, that you've helped me get essentially are, are three, two or yeah, three twos. Um, so, and that's, that's my primary reason for actually purchasing those homes. Um, but you know, I've, I found a way to actually, uh, you know, buy it with cash through a line of credit, um, rehab it through the line of credit, uh, go back to the bank and say, Hey, um, give me a loan on this. And I, I go above and beyond what it cost me to, to renew or to, to purchase the place and then rehab it. Right. And then we get a renter in there to cover that loan. And I, I take a little bit of cash and throw it in the bank account, kind of build, uh, kind of build those resources so that I can do something a little bit bigger down the road, you know. And, and the, cool, the cool thing about that is, is it's all loan based. So ultimately, there, there's no capital gain at all, you know. So there's uh, with the with the little houses I'm doing that there's no taxes associated with that. Um, and I just kind of stumbled into that, you know. It's the Burr method, um, but it's like it's like uh, you know taking full advantage of it really. Definitely. So, <laughs> so now you just mentioned the bird method. Yeah. And um, yesterday on the Real Estate Holics podcast, we were actually um, going over uh, subject twos. We were, mm-hmm. you know, speaking on birds as far as loans and, you know, loans to values, et cetera, like that. For somebody who watched it right now, that they've heard the wholesaling, they've heard people say bird, you know, um, you know, break down, you know, break down. You know the bird method for you know okay so because you're, you're obviously successful at it yeah, yeah so yeah. so you know ultimately it's it's buying down uh assets that need value added you know i mean down properties that are um you know in some cases burnt you know like you and i looked at a couple burn houses and ultimately they're just you know around springfield especially they're all just kind of sitting there boarded up waiting for somebody to come through and show them some love and so you're you're buying it you're rehabbing it you're renting it, you're refinancing it, and then you're repeating. And, and that's really kind of my approach with the smaller houses. Um, and, you know, ultimately with, with all of the property uh, that I'm investing in right now, that's kind of the, the approach. It's, you know, buying these properties that actually need work. So we're actually going in, we're bringing contractors in, and we're getting the work done, you know. So we're cleaning up the communities. 
we're providing a decent home for these people to live in and we're raising the rent a little bit because it costs money to do that you know most definitely so 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 we buy in we rehabbing we renting and then we are refinance right, right? and then we're actually on to the next project yeah yeah and in my case i'm not necessarily refinancing them because you know when i purchase with the line of credit i get the deed it's you know i just i'm, I'm responsible for that interest only payment really you know until the house is done then we go back we pay the principal we pay the interest and then we repeat the process using the bank's money you know so, so what would you say for someone right now who's like look I, you know i've always bought with money i've always used my own cash I've always went out, bust my ass, and you know, did this, and I always use my own cash, and I don't know anything about the burn method, and I'm not trying to get in the debt. Uh, what would you say? To, what would like? What would you say to an individual that has that like school mindset, right? Mm -hmm. That has that bad debt mindset that's been handed down from generation sure. to generation. Like, what would you say to that individual? Well, there's a, you know, there's a lot to consider um, with respect to, you know, uh, somebody's financial ability, if you will. Um, you know, ultimately, you've, what I'm doing, I had to have equity in a property. I did really well on my 10plex, um, you know, plus I put the 1031 exchange down on that property. So that's instant equity, really, essentially, that I can tap into. So, I, you know, I, I would say if you can use somebody else's money, that's always better than using your own. I mean, number one. Um, so if you're in a position where you have equity in a property and you're not taking advantage of that to, if, especially if you have goals, financial goals, business goals, you know, things you would like to, to do in life that cost money, I would say tap into that equity and make your dreams come true. I mean, ultimately, the sky's the limit, right? I mean, obviously, you want to approach this um, the appropriate ways you want to do, you know, your due diligence and you want to make sure your numbers are right. There's a lot that goes into this. Um, but ultimately I, I went to the bank and I said on this, uh, 10 flex that I got, um, uh, what can I do for a line of credit? And they said, well, here you go. And I said, all right, cool. Well, it's interest only one, you know, and then you pay the principal back when the project's finished. That's my approach. And so, yeah, go to the bank, use their money. Um, you know, I'm not going super big. Uh, some, some of the guys out here are going real big. They're buying a couple hundred unit complexes that are hard downs that, that are fire. You know, some of the buildings have been on fire. They've been sprayed down with a fire hose and it's going to take a lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of resources, um, and the crews to come in and do that. So I don't, I don't necessarily have that sort of a, a network out here yet. You know, I'm kind of building my network as I go. Um, I'm utilizing, you know, the people that I, that I come across and trust really. Um, and, uh, my approach is kind of somewhat smaller for now. I mean, I'm looking at smaller houses, smaller, you know, duplex, triplex, fourplex, um, in, in anything really that's affordable, you know, and, uh, it looks like it has potential for upside. Most definitely guys. So, uh, you heard what the guys looking for. You heard his buy box. You just heard it guys. This is his email. At the bottom of the screen, guys. If you got deals in Springfield mode, email. Absolutely. At the bottom of the screen, guys. It's actually robertgus23 at gmail.com. If you got guys in, guys, if you got deals, period. If you got deals in the United States of America that just fit that criteria, guys, drop them down into the email, guys. We, we will take a look at every deal that you yeah. guys.
Oh, and, and, and that's that's on the personal side of things. I got a business partner. We mentioned him um, earlier, Nigel. Um, and, you know, that buy box is a little bit bigger. So send it all over. I mean, we're looking to buy it right now. So, you know, if it's out there and you got your hands on a deal, let's see it. You know, that's right. Bring it all. Y'all bring the noise. So, yep. so um, you, you know, you, you currently are working state job, right? Every day, every day, right? Yeah. And you, 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 you've blown his uh, real estate portfolio uh, at the same time, right? Um, uh, it seems like your first, you know, your first uh, year and a half, two years, in real estate, you know, is working really great. Well, your first, what, six years, you say, right? Mm -hmm. um, because now, you know, I say six years, I'm counting time, you know, that you had the rental. And then, yeah, you know, yeah. you guys coming here and building this rental portfolio at the same time. Uh, when people think of overnight successes, right? Mm -hmm. No one actually thinks about the grind, right? No one thinks about the work. No one thinks about the sacrifice. No one, you know, people always say, oh, man, well, quit your job and you can do this and do that. And, you know, or just do this and do that. Um, you still have, you know, your day job and you have this awesome rental portfolio, right? Um, what, what, what advice would you give somebody right now who watching, who's saying, well, you know, these people do it on the internet. I see it on the internet. I see it on HGTV, you know, this, that, you know, in the third, you know, cause there's always some type of, you know, excuse you know, to, uh, to why somebody hasn't, you know, thought about quitting her job, you know, or having just, you know, just having followed their dreams or having put their dreams in perspective, in perspective enough to actually say, okay, I'm going to jump off the porch. This is what I want to do. So what, what advice do you have someone for someone who's actually teeter-tottering on the fence, right, with actually stopping their day job, right? Because a lot of investors find out if you know they have do have a high paying job that actually helps you you know as far as you know your credit profile etc going going down the road so mm -hmm. uh what advice would you give someone who's who, who's at a high paying job right now who's thinking about leaving corporate america right and they want to do investing full time what advice you know would you have for those individuals man i would i would say that you know, ultimately, you got to have your ducks in a row. I mean, it, it's been a long time coming for me. Um, I, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. And, uh, you know, I've, I've had multiple businesses, car lots. I had a hemp company in Oregon. Um, a lot of things that were ultimately failures, you know, to be completely honest with you. And uh, it's just that 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 grind for me. I, you know, I'm not an employee kind of kind of guy, you know. Um, I've worked for the state of Oregon for 19 years now, so ultimately. So and I've climbed that ladder. I'm, you know, you know, I'll be 42 on November 1st and, uh, um, you know, I spent a lot of time there and it's ultimately not what I want to do as well as it pays. You know, I, I don't want to work for the government anymore. So me, myself, I can only re really speak for myself. Um, you know, and, and we, we kind of hit a, a sweet spot, a sweet moment in time, leaving Oregon, selling our property and being able to take that and capitalize on that, um, on that income and uh really kind of blow this uh 
real estate portfolio up uh, in what eight months. I think we've we've gone from one door to sixteen, and um, you know the sky's the limit, man. If if you're if your heart's in it and you have the desire, you can do it, and it, it's that simple. Everybody thinks that you've got to have money to invest in real estate. Um, that's that's a common misconception. You know, if you can negotiate a deal, you can buy real estate with zero money. You know that. Um, so it's a matter of how bad do you want it? You know, statistically speaking, real estate's the number one most consistent wealth builder. So with that said, that's all I needed to hear. And seeing what I've done just with my primary residences, um, you know, nobody tells the kids this, but there's really only a, a handful of ways to make tax-free income, you know, hand over fist cash and and do it legally and ultimately that's to buy a primary residence live in it for two years work on a little bit here and there raise the value of course the market's got to be right we can't be looking at a downturn in the economy like we are right now so you know i mean doesn't mean it's there's going to be a good time to buy coming up but you could you lose the equity that you have in your house if you hang on to it too long ultimately is what i'm trying to say so um you know take advantage if, you, if you've got equity there and you have a dream that you want to be in real estate, man, jump in head first. I mean, and then, you know, you build the system as you go. You learn as you go. You build the, the teams. Um, you know, I've been pretty fortunate. I've had some challenges, a lot of challenges, actually. It's not easy. There's It's work. It's not going to be like jumping into this extravagant life of, of uh, you know, no work. I mean, it, it's work. So Definitely, man. I got it. I got some crazy dogs going on. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. My son just he's he's here with his dog right Be now. Quiet, let's go. Yeah, these two. Yeah, it's like some little dogs around the corner. Go, go. What are you doing? Some little dogs around the corner. Well, in the back of us. Right. And they are freaking out. Everybody's freaking out. Yeah. Got little dogs behind us. It never fails, man. Every time I jump on a meeting or something, dogs are going crazy. Smallest, smallest dog in the neighborhood, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> smallest dude in the neighborhood. He's in front of <laughs> the loudest. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 yeah, dude, if you if you have the opportunity and, you know, it, you have the ability, if you don't, start asking questions, you know, send me an email. Um you know, my email's running across here. I'm, I'm more than happy to help anybody. I got I got some buddies that, that are really interested in getting involved in real estate, and I've kind of, uh, you know, offered to help, I guess, if you will. And, uh, you know, I just like sharing the wealth, man. I mean, if I can do it, anybody can do it, ultimately. You know, that's kind of my take. Most definitely, man. So, so like you were saying earlier, um, there are some buyers in town, man, with some really big buy boxes, right? Mm -hmm. And they're buying all over the country. They're buying, yeah, they are. just said, 100 units, 200 units. Um, so, guys, again, if you guys got deals, man, drop them down to the email address below. The deal will be looked at, man. You guys will mm -hmm. uh, be able to help sell a lot of sellers out. Be able to yeah. help a lot of sellers out, man. Um, and get paid, you know, by um, linking up with us um, for this information. So um, right now, you actually have uh, a part, uh, a home uh, where we had went. We had actually went to go see a home. We went to go see a home, 
and that home was kind of crappy. And you was like, hey, I just saw this place. I don't remember where it is, but we can find it. And I was like, sure, let's find it, right? Right. So, so we went to the house, looked in the windows. It was it was framed up, framed up nice, you know, uh, an abandoned project, right? Yep. So I ended up calling the owner right there on the porch, calling the owner, say, hey, made the deal right there on the porch. We made the deal. Um, you guys are really um, advancing on this project mm -hmm. um, over there. Um, so far, like, has there been any highs and lows of that project? Because I see we got, this, you know, siding on and, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, things of that nature, you know, always got some new windows, nice windows going mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. and, you know, move the bedroom back, move the bathroom, you know, already got some more walls in, some more closets um, going in. So, um, so far for somebody who watching right now and, you know, that want to tackle a rehab, right? They want to tackle a rehab. They want to get their first fix and flip out of the way. Uh, they may have got the contract in. They may have got it approved by the lender. Um, a lot of people are scared simply because of uh, what's been going on in the economy, the interest rates rising, all the all the uh, the lumber, the, you know, the screws, you know, everything from a plunger, right, has has risen, you know, x amount of percentages over the time. Uh, what advice do you What advice do you have for someone um, in in actually managing a rehab, you know, for the first time? Well, you know. <laughs> The, the biggest challenge that I had was the fourplex on Grant that I purchased. Um, that was a, it, there, it was a kind of a situation where my contractor wanted to do it for me, but he wasn't available when it closed. And it's all about timing in, in this industry. You know, you got to move quick. You got to make things happen. You got to get the, the uh, projects complete. And, uh, you know, on that one, I started out for the first two months. I mean, over there kind of trying to manage it myself. And we all know how that worked out, right? I fired everybody. So <laughs> I brought the, the contractor in when he was available. And, uh, and then uh, we just actually got that wrapped up yesterday. So on that fourplex, it should be rented by October 1st. Um, but with respect to Blaine, um, that property, uh, yeah. So I, somebody has shown me that property uh, maybe a couple months prior. And it had been on the back of my mind since I'd seen it. I like the idea that it was already demoed. Uh, most of the framing was done. You know, we went in and we changed a few things with respect to the framing, took down the, the wall between the kitchen and living room, opened it up, that kind of thing. Um, and then, uh, you know, so I approached that project a little bit differently. I went to my contractor and instead of really kind of using his maintenance guys, um, you know, uh, basically I had him go get some subs. So, you know, we had a sub in there for, for electrical. We had a sub in there for uh, plumbing. Uh, we're going to have a drywall wall crew that does just drywall, you know, come in and do the drywall. And so just finding guys that specialize in those areas, the tradesmen that are masters of their trade, um, really kind of speeds the process up. So, um, you know, on that on that job, I did hire a, a GC, a general contractor. And so he's managing it for me, which has been nice. Um, you know, fortunately, this one has been kind of smooth selling, you know. I hate that. I better knock on wood because that changes everything, you know, but, <laughs> but um, you know, ultimately it's not moving along as fast as I would like. Um, but, you know, I think that's just the uh, nature of being an investor, to be honest. 
Yeah. Most definitely, guys. So, so hold on, guys. Hold on. I mean, get into the game, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you know, I mean, if the man said he got a good contractor on the job, right? You know, he was, you know, was managing a few things before, did have to get rid of everybody. Um, so there's, you know, there's, there's trials. There's going to be trials and tribulations, right? Yes. Especially if you're, if this is your first rehab, right? But guys, don't let that stop you, right? Um, even if you got a property in the contract right now, you know, reach out, reach out, reach out to somebody, right? You just, mm -hmm. you know, use the bank's money. Reach out, reach out to the bank. Say, hey, I got this property in the contract. I got X amount of money or, you know, you guys can work out, bring a partner. Hey, we got X amount of money. How can we leverage this money? Um, you know, just like you were saying about the equity in your home. You may be watching this right now, get equity in your home, and you're going out buying real estate with cash out of your pocket, right? Mm -hmm. Out of your savings account, right? And, you know, that's logical because that's the way they taught you to do it. Right. Right. But. This is illogical from an investor standpoint, right? Because our goal as an investors is to use other people's money, right? To to create non-taxable events so we can keep all of our money. Exactly. Right? So we can continue to invest and grow our money into other vehicles, right? Absolutely. So, yeah. so definitely, man, definitely. I, I know a lot of people right now, you know, kind of digging that strategy, you know, want to know. Um, a little more, you know, what's going on. Once again, once again, guys, uh, his email is at the bottom of the screen. So, um, if you guys want to tap in and, uh, get, get, get some more knowledge on what you can do, how you can leverage something, how you can set up a system. Um, you know, Bobby's more, uh, welcome in, uh, don't be playing around, right? Cause you really do real estate. So, yeah. and he got, and he, and he is a busy man. So, um, don't be playing around when you guys message or call. Um, but he's definitely available, man. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Most definitely. So um, into the moving forward into the commercial, into the commercial space. Uh, we were talking about the commercial space. Again, if anybody has any commercial deals, send them to the email below. Um, we were talking about the commercial space, right? Um, right now. I believe the commercial, you know, commercial space is pretty much the best space to be in if you're over, you know, as you say, you know, if you're over that eight door mark, you know, to when you get to that 10 plex, mm -hmm. you, know, you get to that 16, you get to that 24, you know, you get to that uh, 100 unit. And like you're saying, if one person falls off, that doesn't stop you from making that payment. Right, you know, to the to the bank, or you know, on behalf of your company. So you know, we can even take this down to someone who may be looking at this right now, who's never had an a, who's never had an FHA, right? They've never had an HAA FHA, and they don't even know that they can go buy a fourplex right now mm -hmm. with an FHA, live in that FHA for a few years, get out of that FHA. Put another tenant in it, sell it, mm -hmm. put the money into another piece of real estate, and pay no taxes at all. And then you're literally moving and starting with the bank's money, right? Yeah, that's that's, so, that's what I'm telling my kids, you know. Ultimately, and and the and the cool thing about that, to be honest, there's a bit of a loophole there because you don't even necessarily have to live in it. You exactly. can 
you can have the intent to live in that property. In other words, it's full right now. I'm buying it. Um, I have my intention is to move into it, but I need to remove a tenant, right? So it's, it's somewhat of a loophole there. I mean, you're buying a primary that that ultimately uh, is an investment property, right? So, but you, you're there for two years. You could sell and walk away, tax-free capital gains. Uh, even if you had renters in it the whole time, ultimately, as long as you're not telling on yourself, but, uh, you know, ultimately, uh, yeah, man, you know, I've, the first three homes that I bought with my wife, we, we pretty much did the same thing. What you're talking about is house hacking. So find a duplex living on one side and then renting out the other and they cover the mortgage. Right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's so many ways to get into real estate. Um, you know, it does, it, it does kind of start with, you know, needing to have a decent job and a, and a decent credit, uh, history, things like that. Um, but those things can be done. You know, if you've got goals, you need to fix that stuff, start working on it now. And ultimately within a couple of years, you're sitting pretty, right? Um, like I tell, I tell my son all the time, you know, one of the most important things that you have is your, your credit. So don't mess it up, you know? Right. And, uh, and and I'm working with him to, to pretty much do what you just talked about. So, right, no doubt. And I was just I had you know that takes me back to a post I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. And uh, I seen someone actually had an iPhone 14 Pro. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they homeless, right? They actually living with somebody else, right? Yeah. And and you know when I call people homeless, like, I don't mean they just like on yeah. the street, right? You know I don't mean on the street, like. But if your That's name true. ain't if your name ain't on the deed or the lease, your ass homeless, right? Right. So you know that's just what it is. And you know, I was I was thinking about how that person could have used that six eighty credit score, and we could have bought a duplex. Sure. Yeah. Right. We we literally could have bought you know a duplex with that score, even if we could have bought. Even if we could have got in the contract, went to a hard money lender or a bank, and they told us, hey, well, we cover 80%, 100% of the rehab. All you got to do is bring 20 grand down. With that credit score, we could have wanted to get 20 grand from somebody to Absolutely. put that down because it's an investment property, which we could have got a loan, which is not a taxable income again because it's a loan, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's not taxable at all because it's a loan right sure. so we you know it's incredible man um it's incredible how people can get into real estate if they only had a little bit of knowledge if they you know read a little bit more but not be knowledge geeks and do it do real estate mm-hmm. right actually get off get in the mud get up knee deep get waist deep in it you know Absolutely. as my man used to say move through the mud and yep. the sludge um, the mistakes and dealing with the takes and the fakes, right? Because um, everybody can say they can do a job, right? We we all met contractors or auto mechanics or you know whoever said they can do a job, and then next right. thing you know, you know, we left holding the bag. Like you said, you had to manage the property yourself, um, you know, for a while. So mm-hmm. now you do have a new property manager. Um, I do. Uh, Tam- uh, Tamara Simpson of Keller Williams. Shout out to uh, Tamara Simpson and yeah. Keller Williams. Um, you do have a property management company now in place that's taking care of everything. So what is the what is the relief? Oh, right? Um, what is the relief of, of, of having a property management in place? Because people say, people always say, man, I don't want to be the landlord. I'm not trying to, you know, plunge no toilets. Well, what is the benefits, you know, of having a property management company in place? 
just handling a lot of the day-to-day grind. I mean, you know, you have a templex, you'd be amazed at how many calls come in, you know? And, and what we found was my, my prior property manager just really wasn't doing what they promised they would do. So I was kind of forced to, to find somebody new. And ultimately she's, she's not technically a property manager. She's, she's more of like an executive assistant and, uh, um, man, it's just night and day difference because we're actually fixing the problem. So when I, when I bought my Tenplex, the idea was to clean it up and at least that section of the neighborhood I have control over, you know, and it's no surprise that North Springfield is, it's rough, you know? So with that said, um, you know, I wanted to buy this property. I wanted to go in, I wanted to rehab the units. I wanted to fix all of the issues. I put a new roof on pretty much everything I've bought so far. Yeah, no, aside from one uh, house, um, you know, and, and to, to protect the home or the, the, the complex, number one, keep the water out, you know, you're going to go in there and do work to it. I mean, the thing is these pro- these properties were neglected and ultimately, um, yeah, I mean, we took it over, you know, Tamara and I took it back and she went in there and she's, she's like, bam, 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 bam. We're, we're getting things taken care of. We're kind of teaming up on it right now. Um, but ultimately, it's to clean these properties up, provide a better home for these people to live in. I mean, some of these places um, that uh, my previous property manager was managing for me, I mean, the, I feel bad for the tenants. I had no idea. But like a refrigerator wasn't working and the stove wasn't working for the entire time that they lived there. You know, mm. so things like that, it's, it's really that's unacceptable. You know, so. Um, you know, Michael, man, go in there, clean these places up, provide a good home for these people and clean the neighborhoods up. I mean, I'll have people walk around that property maybe three, four times a month, just picking up trash, you know? Um, anyway. Yeah. So it's, it's been quite the challenge, but I think I got the right person in place now to kind of help me, you know, we share the same, we share, we share the same vision, you know, the previous, uh, property management company just kind of viewed them as a, a crap hole and and ultimately treated them that way you know so there was really no improvement under their management so definitely i've uh had had a chance to talk uh to your property manager and we actually yeah. work you know we're actually working on the deal now yeah uh, actually helped me f- facilitate um you know uh, with my first um multi-unit um as well um, shouts out once again, shouts out to uh Tamara. Um, because she's definitely a good realtor, definitely a good yeah, property. She's good. Um, if you guys ever need property manager, once again, hello with Tamara Simpson here in Springfield, Missouri, of Keller Williams. Um, so, uh, you know, you, 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 um, you know, you've bought some properties moving here to Springfield. Yeah. Now, people always talk about the um, work-family balance, right? Yeah. People always talk about the work-family balance. Uh, fortunately enough for you, your wife, Ashley, got a shout-out to Ashley, um, um, you know, holding it down tonight on, yeah. on, our, way, on yeah. our way up, you know, getting the family together, um, situated tonight. So you guys actually had got literally working the same field you know, outside of real estate. Yeah, um, yeah. As far as, as far as the family adjusting, right. As far as the family adjusting from the West coast to the Midwest, right. What's well, good from the, from the, from the West coast to the Southwest corner of the Midwest state. Yeah. 
of uh, you know Springfield, Missouri. How has the family, you know, how 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 has the family adjusted? I mean, because it may be somebody who be thinking about right now watching this, thinking about moving to Atlanta. Well, I'm gonna move to Atlanta. My sister in Atlanta, and they doing real estate. Or I'm gonna move to Dallas, and my brother in Dallas doing real estate. Like you know, let's talk about the you know adjustments. You know, like how how has the family adjusted so far? It's been rough. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It wasn't easy, man. Honestly, making this move and coming out here is probably one of the hardest things I've ever had. I mean, ultimately, you know, leaving family back in Oregon, born and raised in Salem, Oregon, you know, um, never, I've been through Missouri one time and uh, before that had never considered moving out of here. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot that went into it uh, as far as planning to make this happen. Um, but you know, ultimately, man, we're all hanging in there. Um, we've been back a couple times to Oregon. We miss our family. Um, you know, if I could do this in Oregon, I would probably, but, um, you know, ultimately there's, there's just a lot going on over there on the West coast that, uh, just doesn't sit right with me. And, uh, Missouri just feels a little bit more like home right now, uh, considering the circumstances. Um, and then as you know, uh, you know, that state job I've been hauling around for, you know, 19 years um i'm getting ready to to resign so uh on uh effective if i don't do it sooner <laughs> effective uh november one on my birthday i'll be a free man from the from that state job so man, i'm looking forward to that but uh ultimately you know it's important to have that fi family life balance like you said you know we 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 you know spend time together try to get out of the house and uh you know go do some bowling some arcades and you know try to get on the boat when we can out here and things like that. But ultimately, man, I'm just all about this real estate game. Um, I'm always going to be there for my family if they need me, of course, you know, I'll, I'll drop anything uh, for any of them um, to make it happen. But my grind is real estate. And like you said, I, I do have big goals. You know, most people are probably going to look at me and be like, man, this guy's crazy, but you know, maybe I am, you know? So. Yeah. Uh, I just say your dream is not big. This isn't big enough, right? Yeah, man. Uh, well, I mean, well, actually, your dreams isn't big enough if people don't think it's absurd. Yeah, right? absolutely. So you know that's just how that go. Um, you talking about your son? We was, was talking about how um, you know how you were teaching your son. You know about the credit yeah. and his nature. Um, you know, and that you know that goes back to me saying how is the family adjusted? Like you mm -hmm. know, your son was old enough to yeah. work, like. Like he's actually he's actually came to Springfield, Missouri, and became a monster, right? Yeah, he did. Like, he did. He like did really well, man. He he started off in in a little position, yeah, yeah. And now he's like you know he he's like the man, you know, and pretty much soon gonna be the man in the state, you know. I, I pretty much see him being a franchisee, yeah. Of, yeah. of like you know really really soon. So you know, moving has definitely been really good. It's been really impactful. On the Absolutely. kids, as we can see, Absolutely. right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Um, now, with you getting in the real estate, you know, um, how how soon since you know your son is of age now, um, you know, to start investing in the real estate? And I know you know, I know you're working on it. I know you got you know some formulas in your head on mm -hmm. what you're going to do with his first property. Uh, what would that look like? to you what would his first property you know just on an example what would his first you know property look like to you well um you know i've 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 contemplated on actually just like handing property to my kids and and you know what that what that would look like but i feel like 
you know, in order for them to actually really appreciate it, I feel like we need to find the deal, whatever that deal is when the time's right, uh, whether it's a house hack and we do a duplex or a fourplex or if it's just a little house, you know, um, it's, it's really just going to be determined on the numbers and, and whatever that, that available project is, you know, but uh, ultimately, man, um, you know, I've, I've set him down. We, my wife and I both, we've, we've talked about how important a budget is. We've talked uh, about how important, um, you know, putting a plan for your life together is ultimately documenting it. Um, you know, going back to Nigel, you know, he set me down and he said, what's your five-year plan? And then I, boom, I, I put it on paper. And then next thing you know, eight months later, I'm well beyond where I thought I would be. Um, you know, and even, even Nigel at, at one point, he's like, man, you got to kind of let these things settle, you know? And here I am. I'm like, man, I'm ready to buy my, my next property. It's like, you know. Anyway, so with that said, uh, you know, he's he's budgeting. Um, he's got a decent job uh, working for uh, Seven Brew. It's uh, like, a, like a Starbucks, if you will. Um, actually, they're, they're started by uh, Dutch Bros out of Oregon. Who came out here and actually helped them get their franchise set up and ready to go. And, and he came in at the right time, you know, and, and ultimately he said, Dad, he goes, if I'm going to be uh, at working at, at uh, Seven Brew, um, you know, I can make a hundred thousand bucks a year managing one of these shops. And I was like, well, did you tell him you want to be a manager yet? And he's like, no, I'm like, well, you need to tell him, you know, and then he's yeah. having those conversations and they're seeing all these kids that are coming and going with school, you know, college, uh, they're here for the school year, they're gone in the summer. And so they saw a lot of potential in this young guy who will be 19 um in december and uh you know they're they're kind of rising him uh he's he's kind of running up the ranks if you will and uh yeah we're moving him to jefferson city tomorrow you know to take okay. over to start that uh that franchise there in jefferson city for them and he's got his eyes set on uh you know on, on regional uh like a regional manager position that would manage you know five or six of those and you know the number one thing for him his number one goal is to save money um, because his goal is not to be a manager, a regional manager of, uh, you know, seven brew. It's to be it's a multi-million dollar real estate investor. Right. So he's got big hopes and big dreams. And as long as he's, you know, he's got the desire and the ambition to do it, man, I'm going to be his biggest, you know, I'm going to cheer him along and be behind him, pushing him, shoving him the whole way. And, uh, I think that, you know, he can do really well by the time he's 20, 25 years old, you know, most definitely, man. Guys, that is that is the plan, guys. You know, all my kids. Sure. I'm in. I'm in their ear, man, constantly about you know life in general. And if you're not in your kids' ear and you're not pushing them, uh, you need to. You know, ultimately, because life is challenging enough as it is. Um, we, you know, we learn a lot by the time we reach this kind of middle age part of our life. And and man, there's a lot of things we do differently. You know, and of course, they're going to make their own mistakes and things like that. But if we can guide them. Um, you know, they can do better than us in, in way less time, you know. Most definitely, man. So now we enter into uh, a few a few personal questions section of the show, and then we enter into our, you know, our closing section of the show. So, you know, um, g give me three influential people in your life and, you know, why, you know, those three, why those three individuals have been instrumental that you feel to uh, getting you where you are today? Um, number one, definitely my stepdad. That guy is, 
is pretty much the rock, you know what I'm saying, of the family. Um, you know, he, he went from, you know, I think when he married my mom, he was making somewhere around, somewhere around eight bucks an hour as a framer, you know. And, uh, and then he, he marries my mom, and all of a sudden he has two kids and a family, and we're all living in this little house that he still owns in Kaiser, Oregon to this day. Uh, was his grandfather's house it was built in like 1932 just a little cottage you know and then uh, uh, you know he was working for his uh, a family member of his uh, and running his roofing business um, you know probably I would say 94 93 94 so I was like you know 13 14 years old and he decides that uh, you know that he's not going to run this business for uh, for his family anymore uh it was actually his cousin who had uh waggle homes and then as part of that they had like a roofing division if you will and he he kind of oversaw that aspect of the business and he was supposed to eventually you know take ownership of that and it never came to fruition so seeing him go you know what that doesn't matter i'm not gonna you know i don't, I don't have my heart set on that i'm gonna start my own roofing business and so in, in 90, I think it was 95, he started his own roofing company. And uh, it's well known in the Salem, Oregon area. Uh, it's Salem, uh, all weather roofing, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, all weather construction and Salem roofing. And uh, man, that guy has come so far, you know, the hard work, the determination, the drive. And he has just been the best example to look up to. Um, so you know, as far as that goes, man, he's like my number one mentor. You know what I mean? He doesn't, he probably doesn't know that, but I've been watching him, you know, learned a lot from that guy. Um, and then uh, aside from that, you know, um, man, it, it, I didn't really think we'd be getting into these questions, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, another, another, the whole other side to that is my real dad, you know, ultimately seeing what not to do. You know what I mean? I mean, the guy, man, clean and sober, he's a beast. Don't get me wrong. He's he's a businessman and he and he knows his business. Right. But then he falls off the wagon and, you know, he struggles in life. And it's it, it's literally taken the majority of his his prime years. You know what I'm saying? So not necessarily something I looked up to, but something I learned a lot from, you know. So kind of having those two, um, you know, those two pillars to kind of balance that kind of balance me, you know. Um, just, just understanding really what entrepreneurship is all about. See my dad, my stepdad kind of grind it out and make it happen. I think his first year in business, he did over a million bucks and it was, you know, it was awesome, you know, and, and aside from that, man, you know, um, you know, I need to get back into reading, but I read a lot of Napoleon Hill, a lot of, a lot of cool authors that really just kind of set the mind free, if you will, with respect to, you know, what we're capable of, what we can achieve, you know? Um, I'm, I'm always, I've always been pretty optimistic and, uh, you know, I always have a, a faith, uh, driven vision, if you will. And, you know, I do, I pray a lot. I mean, everything that I do is based around that. And ultimately that's why I'm out here in Missouri. That's why I think we've been so blessed in this real estate business that we've, that we've started out here. And man, I'm just excited to see what, you know, two, three years down the road is going to look like out here, man. But but ultimately, yeah, those those people have pretty much uh, shaped who I am today, you know, and just want to be good, better for my kids, you know, so. Can't hear you, buddy. Mm -mm. 
Now can you hear me? Yep. You hear me now? Yep, yep. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So, yeah, man, you was talking about, um, you know, that you pray every day. No, it's a blessing, you know, to be out here, man, on your way. And, you know, I was saying earlier on my Facebook that, um, you know, you can have a hundred vision, visions, right? Yeah. You have, you know, you have, you know, a thousand plans, right? Right. And, you know, we all know the plans, you know, fall through. Um, not so much as visions, though, right? Because you get to the point where, you know, faith without works is dead, right? Right. I was saying earlier, you know, you can you can have a goal and you can put it on the whiteboard behind me and you know you can set goals, but you know, without works, you know, your faith is dead, right? So Absolutely. guys, if if you're sitting here thinking about this man and you know you faithful enough that you got enough confidence in yourself, go out and do it. Go out and do it. Your, your faith your faith will follow you on your walk okay your faith will follow you on your journey okay if you believe that you know you can have the unseen right work towards that right the universe will work towards that for you and with you right the energy that you put out will be you know will set the will set the uh universe in motion you know so to speak and you know, uh, you know, you, your words, you know, become a powerful thing. Absolutely. When, when you can, you know, when you can see your words manifested, right? Uh, you know, that goes back to there's nothing, there's there isn't a greater satisfaction, you know, in the world than seeing the work of your own hands, right? Um, you know, to seeing your dreams come through, you know, seeing your visions come true, true. And, you know, it, it all starts with having the faith in yourself that you can do it, right? Even on the days where you may be down, even the days where, you know, you may be out or you might not want to get out of bed. But, you know, if you have the seed, the faith of a mustard seed, you know, hell, you can walk on water. So, um, you know what I mean? Truth, man. Uh, so, yeah, so, you know, I know a man that did it. I know a man that did it. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so, you know, guys, man. Um, well, I just really wanted to uh, thank you, man, for coming on to the show. I appreciate it, man. Um, it's been a pleasure, man. I've learned a lot from you, um, doing our, you know, doing our friendship. Goes um, both ways, man. Yeah, yeah, most definitely, man. Um, not only, you know, like I said, not only in business, but you know, friendship. Well, man, absolutely. So, uh, what if what what's the last piece of advice, man? That you got somebody who just keep consuming, they keep consuming information, they just keep consuming information, and they waiting on that right time, they waiting on that right deal, and they waiting, like you know, what what's the last piece of information that you got for them? Man, procrastination just leads to dead dreams. Let me tell you right now. You know, here's the thing: is that you know, yeah, you may not start out in the same position I was able to start out in or the same position that Lenny started out in or whoever. It doesn't matter. The, the most important thing to take away is action. You've got to apply action. And if without action, it's just a pipe dream, you know, and sure, it'll keep you motivated to get up and go to work every day. But that job is never going to end until you take action. You know, yes, I right. mean, the, the bottom line is, is that you know, like we, like we mentioned early on is that uh, real estate's now my thing. I'm going to be taking it full time. It's what I'm going to do. 
and I'm going to hammer this harder than I've hammered anything in my life. I'm in the perfect position to do that. Now, not everybody's going to be in that position, right? Um, but I, but I've also made a lot of sacrifices to get me where I'm at today, so that I could actually do this moving forward. Because, like I said, it was a dream of mine. Um, now, you know, everybody's in a different position, and and you know, you may not be sitting on uh, equity in your house. You may not even have good credit. But the bottom line is, without a plan to fix your credit, or without a plan to have equity in a house, you're never going to have those things. So, you know, ultimately, it's decide what you want write it down and uh, put it to action, you know? Most definitely, guys, man. Hey, man, Rob, thank you so much, man, for stopping by tonight. Um, it's very informative, man, very impactful, man, uh, especially for anyone who's considering, you know, following their dreams, right? Someone Absolutely. who's considering, like, following their vision, right? Not just keep seeing the same thing and seeing the same thing, but actually stepping into it, right? Absolutely. Actually stepping into it, you know, getting, getting – you know, getting your hands dirty, man, you know, um, swinging hammers if you got to, um, you know, you know, rolling paint brushes, you know, we, you know, we do it all. So, and you know, everything, everything comes with it, guys. So, uh, don't be scared, man. Just get in there. Um, you know, like we said earlier, man, you know, your faith and your knowledge can take you a long way. Um, you know, hey guys, it's nothing to it, but to do it, um, this is a wholesaler with Lenny. And, um, you know, I'll just go ahead and uh, hit you guys with a short word from our sponsor. Acid Flippers, Tiki Peers, everyone, flippers, tiki peers, everyone who's doing wholesale, everyone who's doing cold calling. I'm Jamil Damsey with Kegley, and I'm here to talk to you today about batch leads. Now, Kegley is known as being the best at dispositions in the country. But how do you think we got like that? Because we're damn good at acquisitions. Batch Leads has been a game changer for us. You get SMS blasting, instant skip tracing, list stacking. This stuff is crazy, guys. You got to get to it. Great, guys. So, hey, guys, that was awesome. Um, shout out to those guys over at Batch, man. If you guys haven't tried Batch Leads, you guys get with me. We're doing the new batch 3.0. We got click the dial. We got SMS messaging, dude. We got lead scoring. Um, is is there so much going on with batch leads? Virtual driving for dollars, guys. We got the link in the bottom. And guys, once again, don't forget you also can get a free 14 day trial of StreamYard, guys. You can remove all these logos on your live stream. You can do wonderful banners. You can do it all, guys. You get a 14-day free trial of StreamYard. Click the link below. Hey, guys, Bobby, man, thanks so much for coming by. Once again, man, it's been a pleasure. Um, I can't wait to talk to you, man, once we get to 100 doors. And, uh, you know, fill these people in, man, on, you know, how to do it, man. Thanks for letting us know, you know, how we can get a deal going. You know what I mean? And, you know, what it takes to actually, you know, um, you know keep yourself afloat. Um, in this business, man. Thank you so much for stopping by. Hey, brother. I appreciate you, man. Thank hey, you no so doubt. much. You have a good one. You too. Love it.